Welcome to Mom Reel, the podcast about real encouragement, real stories, and real about motherhood. Welcome back to Mom Reel. On this podcast, I'm doing, um, y'all know, I'm switching back and forth between doing a guest and solo pods. And so I am back and going to be talking about one of the hardest decisions that I've ever had to make. And I know that that kind of title sounds very intriguing. And so I just kind of want to let you know that um, I'm going to be talking about my breastfeeding journey um, all the way kind of from the beginning and then the decision to stop as well. So I feel like this is just something really raw for me um, that I have been going through and just there's a lot of sort of things that have kind of been wrapped up into this journey. And so I want to honor that and hold space for the hard and the raw and also the happiness and everything in between. Um, but that's what this episode's going to be about and kind of kind of go through that, like my whole journey and then ultimately um, my decision to stop, which is and and was one of the hardest decisions I've, I've had to make. Um, and I'll kind of talk through that. But just like from the beginning, y'all know, disclaimer, everything that I say is what I believe and what I think. And ultimately, fed is best for babies um, and mamas alike. I do think that um, that breastfeeding is so amazing and it obviously has natural benefits that surpass, um, you know, any other type of, of feeding and things like that. But ultimately, fed is best. So I want you to hear that. Um, one of my girls that I had when I was leading Embrace and Embrace Grace group, which is a nonprofit that I uh, used to not only lead, but also work for. Um, but anyway, but um, one of them was talking about her journey and talking about um, her journey with feeding her baby and how she had so many people tell her, why would you breastfeed when there's formula? <laughs> and um, I remember her saying that and me thinking like, wow, it's like the paradigm has totally shifted because it used to be like, you know, breastfed only. And then it kind of shifted to, you know, formula. And even my mom, when uh, my mom had me, like, like people around her were like, you know, but there's formula. So anyway, it was like, it's like so interesting how like feeding and things have like shifted through the years, you know? Um, but I'm so proud of that Embrace Grace Mama for breastfeeding and proud of the other moms too for how they fed their babies ultimately. But, um, uh, so like I said, fed is best ultimately just want to share that. Um, but this podcast is specifically going to be about breastfeeding and that choice. And so, um, you know, I do think it's a choice that is kind of looked down upon, not, I don't want to say like looked down upon, because I do think that women are champions of each other and much better champions for each other. But especially in this world that we live in of moms just achieving everything. And, um, please hear me, like literally in the last episode, we talked about how women can have a home and have this entrepreneurial spirit and you can have both. Um, but our society has championed women so far to the extreme of being out of the home that they have put in certain things to make that easier. And, you know, like, why breastfeed? Why take the time to pump? Why do these things when you could just, you know, have formula and have all these things? And I'm not talking about the moms who have a hard time with latching. I'm not talking about, you know, kids who have... Um, you know, severe allergic reactions. Um, you know, please hear my heart when I'm, I'm talking about all this. I think there's just been such a push to do what's easy. 
um, in certain instances. So like I said, I remember that mom from Embrace Grace and, and her just being like, I did not have anybody really championing me and doing it because everybody was saying, you know, your boobs will hurt and, you know, you're going to have to pump in the night or you're going to be leaking or your body's not your own and all these things. And it's like, yes, but I, to me, like that's part of motherhood and that's part of what I kind of signed up for, you know? Um, but anyway, I feel like I'm rambling now. <laughs> Going back, uh, I have always kind of known I wanted to breastfeed and know I wanted to do that with Liam. Um, and so even when I was super sick, one of the things I was really worried about during my pregnancy was since I was so sick and then I was getting IV treatments was would I have enough and be able to produce enough milk for Liam. And thankfully when he was born, he latched super great and any breastfeeding mama knows though the pain of that first latch and like milk and you're like oh my gosh because it's colostrum and it's thicker and um oh my word yeah um but my doula was also and is also a certified lactation consultant and so she came I think she came twice after I had Liam for both doula and lactation um and you know he was he was doing great and I didn't pump or anything until Let's see, he was born in November, and then I didn't get my pumps because they were expensive. I used the LVs uh, until after I had Christmas money, so I didn't get them until the new year. So he was like two months before I got pumps uh, and started pumping as well in tandem uh, to make sure I had enough to go back at, to work. Uh, but I like, you know, your breasts obviously get bigger and like there's, there's pain that can be involved. There's mastitis that can be involved. There's all sorts of stuff. I did have, um, clogged milk ducts before and I had to get like the Epsom salt and put it in the, you know, uh, my gosh, the like milk catcher. Why am I blanking the name? Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, but, and had to like, you know, do all those things. But I just remember though, just especially like the pain that was associated with it at first being like, okay, like this is tough. Like, do I really want to be doing this? And like mentally you kind of have to prepare yourself for all of that as well. Um, and then, you know, like I said, Liam latched really great and then he was having a really hard time and he would be crying and we... Um, took him to the chiropractor because our pediatrician was like, hey, he has a um, an upper lip tie. And, you know, we can treat it with surgery, but, you know, if you want, you can try to get it treated with um, chiropractic care, like with their, like with his mouth first before that. And like, let's see if that helps first. So we're very naturally minded first and foremost. And so we were like, yeah, we'll try chiropractic and chiropractic care for children and infants and really anybody um, is really great anyway but especially for littles and so we went and she started working on him and he definitely had you know that upper lip tie and then he had some stuff with his cheeks and she was so so good to help with that and then we switched passies to make sure that he had a good passy that helped with his latch and there was like all these things and then um, he ended up having a better time latching so before he wasn't like latching super all the way and so he was getting air in when he was breastfeeding so then he was having a hard time and having gas and crying and it was just like it hurt my heart and I remember feeling a lot of mixed emotions like the first one being like why 
like, why can't I do this thing that my body is supposed to do right? You know, like, as it, it felt like something that was on me because it was my, you know, boobs that were, <laughs> that were, you know, kind of giving him trouble, I guess you could say. Um, but I think talking to other moms really helped me feel like, hey, it's, it's not like it's my body pushing against me. Like, you're not alone in this. Um, you know, so many babies have this issue. And so that was like one of those times that was, was difficult for me. Um, but I'm so glad we got that, that figured out for him. And he kept going and, and uh, he did, you know, see some progress to the point that we didn't have to do surgery. So I'm so, so thankful for that. But um, I continued my breastfeeding journey and then I started pumping, like I said, about two months after, after he was born. And got the LVs, which I absolutely loved. They're wireless pumps. And honestly, like the Lord totally knew ahead of time. Because when I had my emergency surgery, I had emergency surgery for gallbladder removal at the end of January. And if I didn't have my wireless pumps, I don't know what I would have done. Because it was so nice to be able to just stick them on pump and like dump. Because I was, um, you know, with anesthesia and stuff. They want you to pump and dump. Um, and so I'm just so, so thankful for that whole, that whole thing. But, um, anyway, I was planning to go back to work and so I wanted to pump and get a freezer stash and all this stuff for him. Um, and so, uh, our lactation consultant said, okay, since you're planning to go back to work, you need to start introducing the bottle when he's like two weeks old. So I remember we put one ounce, like, actually, I don't even think it was an ounce, but we put a small amount in a bottle and Landry gave it to him because she also said, hey, if you're going to introduce a bottle, like you don't need to be the one to do it because he can still smell you and, you know, smell your breast, feel your breast, associate that. And, and he's going to want you and not the bottle. And so I was standing there, but we gave Landry the bottle to give to Liam. And I remember Liam looking at me like, what is happening right now? <laughs> it was so funny. Um, but thankfully Liam did good with that bottle. And then we ended up having to like, you know, find some bottles that worked for him. Uh, cause I went back to work and my mom was so great and she watched him until, uh, he was able to get into, to daycare. But, um, I was, you know, breastfeeding and then was pumping to make sure that he had what he needed and, you know, pumping like moms who just exclusively pump too, I have so much respect for because, you know, you have to clean the pump parts. You have to sanitize them. You have to make sure you have enough. And I mean, it's just, it's a, and it takes time to do all that. You know, I mean, I can't imagine a baby crying in the middle of the night and like pumping versus just like sticking him on there. So I just have so much respect for y'all. Um, but I did, you know, like I said, pump and even pumped in the night and things like that as I was going back to work to build my stash even more so that I would be able to have some for him. And then kind of later in our journey, as Liam started getting teeth, I was like, you know what? It's okay. He's popping some teeth, but you know, we'll be okay. I can still, I can still breastfeed him. I can still do this. And right when he got his, like his, he had like top two on the top and two on the bottom come. Um, and then he had like the two more on the top and two more on the bottom. So he has four, he has four and four right now with some more coming up and he's 14 months. But, um, in July, I guess he would have been eight months then, eight, nine months. Um, eight months. Yeah. Uh, he was popping the two teeth 
in on the bottom. And I was like, it's okay. You know, like I, there's so many moms that still breastfeed with these babies and have them have their teeth and he'll just have to learn. And so I remember him biting down for the first time and those sharp teeth that were just coming through the gum. I, I remember I pulled him off and I was like, Liam. And he just looked up at me with these little sad eyes and oh my gosh, I could still see his little lip just perched out so sad. And I just, oh my gosh, my heart just melted. And I was like, oh no, it's okay. It's okay. And he was crying and he didn't want to relatch. And I tried the other side and he didn't want to relatch. And so I just pumped and gave him a bottle. And I kept trying because my mom was like, you know, it's really good. Like, you, you know, when you're breastfeeding to still have those times of getting that connection with him. Because even though it's amazing that he's getting the breast milk, it's so good for him to like have that connection of actually like putting his lips on you and like getting to snuggle you and, and feel you and smell you and all those things. So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep trying. You know, I can do this. So then I, you know, granted his teeth are growing more months are, are you know a month has gone by and I've I've been trying and I remember just like it was so hard and some nights I would just in days I would just have to give him a bottle uh because he just wouldn't latch and it got to the point where you know people tell you like just give them a little love t- love tap and say no and pull the nipple away and then try again and he has such a sweet little tender heart that Anytime I would say no and pull him away, like very gently, he would just get so sad and he'd get that lip out. And I just, oh, I can literally see it in my mind as I'm talking about it right now. And it just made me so sad. And then he didn't want to relatch at all and he would be hungry. And then, you know, there was like some people that were like, well, it's okay. Just wait a little bit. He'll get hungry enough and he'll want to latch again. And then like I didn't like that because I didn't want him going hungry and it was just a whole mix of emotions because I felt like I couldn't get past it to then like have that bonding time with my baby and have that time with him and so it was such a hard mental decision but I did decide um, in August uh, so he was nine months I decided to um, completely stop breastfeeding and only do pumping And I remember crying and I was in the bed and Landry coming over and I'm like, have my LVs on and I'm crying and I'm like, I just wish I could, I wish I could get past this for him. And, you know, Landry just listened because obviously he's a man. He doesn't know what that feels like. But, um, you know, I did talk to some friends that were like, hey, like however much you can do is great. You know, I have a friend who breastfeeds and then she also supplements with formula because she doesn't produce enough. I have a friend who would love to breastfeed, but her baby has a lot of like dietary stuff with her stomach. And so she does, you know, the specific formula. And then I have a friend who's like amazing and breastfeeds her baby and her baby's over a year old and like just does, she's, she's amazing and has all the teeth. And I'm like, you go girlfriend. So I have so many friends in the, you know, in the spectrum and they were all so helpful to be like, Hey, like whatever you need to do to make sure that Liam is fed and you are okay is okay. And so I had to kind of bring myself back to that whole, okay, fed is best mentality of, you know, he's still getting my breast milk. It's okay if it's not 
on me. It doesn't mean that I failed as a mom. It doesn't mean that I failed as his, you know, source of nutrition. And it doesn't mean he's not going to be, you know, bonded with me as well. And all of these things I kind of had to just shove aside, right? Um, And that was in August that I switched to exclusively pumping. And so, like I said in the beginning, you exclusively pumping mamas from the very beginning, like, y'all are awesome. Because when I switched to exclusively pumping, I was like, I have to wash all these pump parts. I, like, have to set timers to make sure that I'm pumping. I have to stay, you know, really hydrated. And which I did with breast milk as, like, breastfeeding exclusively. Or I was doing both breastfeeding and pumping. But anyway, when you're breastfeeding, when your baby latches your milk can change based on their needs because of like their saliva. And it's like this whole really cool thing of how God created um, our bodies to kind of fit to them. And so I was really worried about that. And then I saw a reel on social media and I did look it up because they had like tagged the article that talked about also when you kiss your baby that your milk can change to their needs. And I was like, you know what, Lord? Like, that is such a good reminder and helped kind of settle my brain and settle just, you know, my feelings about everything to know that what I was switching to is was still okay. It was still going to help Liam. Um, and so kind of made that decision to just exclusively pumping. Um, and then I kept telling myself, okay, I'm going to make it past a year. Like, I want to breastfeed him and like like pump for him as long as I can because there's there are a lot of benefits to having breast milk after a year old. I know that I've read that. Like I'm just gonna go as long as he does, and I am gonna start. You know, we did do baby led weaning, so he did you know do solids and like um, you know the saying is like food under one just for fun. Um, and so until he was one, he was really just having it as like introductory foods and you know he was still getting the bulk of his nutrition from my breast milk and so then I kind of had to decide okay I want to make sure that I'm keeping up my pumping and keeping this up um, to try to get there and then I remember there was just a time where my brain I was like I just can't I I was having a hard time I was getting up Um, you know, I, if y'all follow my personal page on social media, you know that I had made a reel about my routine on Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, and I would get up really early and I would pump for my 20 minutes pumping. And I would usually do my quiet time when I pumped and then I'd go work out and all the stuff. And it just felt like a lot to have to do that in the morning. And it's, you know, pumping, you're draining calories, you're draining energy when you're doing it just all of these things and so mentally I was like I'm having a really hard time keeping up with this pumping and keeping up with me drinking and the nutrients and I just I let myself get overwhelmed by it and I remember you know talking to some friends about it and my mom um, is amazing but she was very big into like, hey, like keep going. I'm, you know, you can do this. It's it's so great for him, and especially when he's sick, it's so good. And just keep trying. And um, you know, I I completely understand that and um, wish that I could have. But just mentally, I was getting to a point where I was like, you know, I need to stop for the betterment of me, which is then the betterment of Liam. Because, and I'm actually going to do a podcast on this later, but I'll give you like a little teaser. So many people are like, you know, um, 
you can't pour from an empty cup and it's like moms pour from empty cups all the time but it doesn't mean that it's the healthy thing to do and so for me I was there like I remember you know I started working out again in August and um, I started doing some things for me because I was really praying about it and I was like I need to remember who I am in motherhood and so I was doing those things and trying to get healthier all around. And, um, you know, one of the things that I was really struggling with mentally and things was breastfeeding and pumping. And um, there's a lot of hormonal stuff that goes into it, too. And I was just having a tough time with it. And so, you know, Landry and I talked and we decided that I was going to wean myself down. And, you know, I had a freezer stash. So thankfully, I was able to you know, use that, um, and continue to feed Liam with breast milk. I actually still have some freezer stash now. So when he's sick, I pull it out. Um, and I've only pulled it out. Actually, I've only pulled it out one time since I stopped, um, pumping. Um, I told myself that it would then be my Christmas gift to myself. So (laughs) by the time Liam was 13 months old, Uh, I was completely done with pumping and then I didn't dry up uh, naturally because I was just pumping like you know little bits here and there and um, I pumped like I was pumping like every three hours and then I went to pumping every four hours and then I went to pumping only you know um, uh, only twice a day instead of I was pumping three times a day and then I went down to pumping uh, just in the morning or just at night and then I kind of just was getting the extra off of myself basically. Um, but I did not like completely dry up until this new year in January. And I stopped pumping, like I said, by Christmas time. Cause I was like, Merry Christmas to myself. Um, but it really was one of the hardest decisions because I remember, like I said, going back, um, crying to Landry and just being like, I, I don't know if this is the right choice. Like I, I know that if I keep going that this breast milk is great for Liam and will help sustain him, help him not feel bad when he gets sick. And then I had these thoughts, you know, like what if he gets sick and I don't have breast milk and it, it could have been the difference to help him and just all of these things. And I really had to take it to the Lord and just submit my fear and my anxiety and my honestly like frustrations and sadness and be okay um with I I feel like this is gonna sound bad but I had to be okay with choosing myself and I think that's something that a lot of fellow moms have a hard time doing and please hear me it doesn't mean that I don't think that we need a sacrifice for our kids. I mean, just pumping and breastfeeding alone is such sacrifice for our kids that I think, you know, society tells us is wrong or why do it or, you know, all these things. Um, So that's a whole separate, you know, kind of thing. But it just, it got to a really hard point where I was like, nope, you know, I have to choose myself in this and even like I said hormonally it was a lot and I was like I gotta I gotta even out (laughs) um you know had some just personal things going on and the holidays were happening and all these things I was like I feel like I need to feel like me again and I truly did not feel that until I stopped breastfeeding and kind of my hormones leveled out some I'm you know getting in a groove with working out I'm doing better about tracking my cycle and learning more about my body and how it's working and 
all of those things. But it truly was one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make because I felt, I felt like, and I'm like getting emotional right now because I'm like going back to that time, you know, I felt like I was failing him if I wasn't continuing to pump or if I wasn't doing these things. And I think all of us moms have those moments you know, whether it's regarding feeding or whether it's just, you know, sleep training. I hate that word, but y'all know what I mean. Or like just things like that where we just have those moments where we feel like we failed. And I remember thinking like, if I choose me, that means I failed him. And that's just not true, you know. Um, And so I'm just so thankful that I had people in my life that were, like, very encouraging and, you know, uplifting of what I was able to do. And, you know, I stopped and I weaned myself off and weaned Liam off. And thankfully, he did so amazing. Um, You know, we mixed the breast milk with um, whole milk. And uh, we also did some raw milk when we were able to get it. And he did really, really good with it, like, so amazing. I, I, I prayed. I remember like, again, going back to like me crying and talking with Landry. I had many nights where I would cry because I was pumping and would cry about it and think about me not doing this for Liam anymore. And so, um, I would just pray too. Um, and, and I just was like, please Lord, like let this be an easy transition for Liam. Cause if it's not like, it's just gonna, it, it's gonna hurt me even more, you know? Um, and so I'm so, so thankful that the Lord was kind and gentle enough to, um, allow Liam just to have such a good transition and he transitioned to milk. So, so great. Um, and now like he's 14 months and going on 15 months. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, but he is, is doing so good. And he has had the breast milk once since then because he had um, just like sinusy stuff going on and was coughing and runny nose and all these things. No fever, just kind of gunky. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a bag out. And so um, I defrosted a bag and just put mixed some in with some uh, just whole milk for a couple days. And he, it was like crazy how quickly it it helped him. And I was like, dang, it kind of took me back to like, did I make the right decision? Did I not? Um, and I had to quickly remind myself and kind of snap myself back (laughs) and remember, you know what? It's okay that I chose to stop. It's okay that I chose to do that. And, you know, Liam is still fed. He's still getting nutrients. And, um, you know, just because I chose me in that instance, doesn't mean I'm not still choosing him. And actually, you know, choosing myself was choosing him because it's being better for him. So um, I feel like I've kind of been all over the place in this podcast episode talking about breastfeeding journey and obviously, you know, pumping and then deciding to stop and all of the emotions that kind of go along with that. But, uh, you know, I told y'all, I told y'all I was going to keep it, keep it mom real on here. I told y'all I was going to show up raw and real and have these you know, all, all of it. So, um, I hope this was an episode that you could relate to. And, you know, even if you couldn't, I hope that you just heard the realness in where a fellow mom is and was and knowing that it's okay to have 
those thoughts and those questions of like, is what I'm doing right for my baby? Is, you know, the choices that I'm making, are they the right one? You know, and I don't think we'll ever truly know that. I mean, obviously, other than like asking the Lord and having scriptural confirmation on things, but, um, you know, there's so many things that could go a different way or you could make a different choice. But at the end of the day, like asking the Lord to give you peace with the choice that you're making and um, just move forward with that. So thank you all for staying with me and being a part of this emotional roller coaster of an episode. I, I got emotional and every time I kept pausing, I kept thinking like, oh my gosh, this is going to sound so awkward in the audio. But hopefully um, when y'all are listening to it, you're kind of listening alongside me and can hear my heart and where I came from in all of this. Because the the title, I know it's it's a lot, but it truly was like one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make. And I know that there'll be more hard decisions to come as a mom. And um, I just kind of wanted to share this part with y'all. And uh, I did make a video and I'm going to be sharing on socials just about my last time pumping. And I had written affirmations to myself on the bags. I'm not going to cry again. (laughs) Um, But just being proud of my body for what it did and what it brought. Um, So anyway, if I keep talking, I'm going to keep crying. So we're just going to end the podcast here. (laughs) Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for being a part. Remember to keep it mom real and I'll see you in the next episode.